You're listening to Lead Time with Dave and Leah Bone. Audio fuel for young leaders. Welcome to Lead Time. You're in the Bone Kitchen around the table with Dave and Leah, and we are so glad you're listening in. Uh, and we've been so encouraged by some of your comments. Thank you for the reviews that you've left. Thank you for the comments on Facebook. Uh, we're just loving getting this warmed up, aren't we, Dave? Really? We're living the dream, getting my darling. Getting warmed up over here. Our whole life has been waiting for this moment. <laughs> this we moment. We sat the kitchen table, talking right on the microphone. And we're very, very excited today because we have a humdinger we do. of a topic to we, talk about, we don't we, my darling? We want to talk tonight about the hardest person to lead. Dave, who is the hardest person to lead? Describe this person a little bit to us. This is somebody that I've known for a very, very long time. And I've got to admit, every time I've made a mistake, they've been right there. They've been at the heart of every bad decision that I've ever made. They've been the mastermind of some of my greatest mistakes. When I was 17 years old, and I was working at Toys R Us. Don't go there. I'm I'm going there, babe, I've (laughs) got to go there because this was bad. And I actually, one day, went into TK Maxx walked up to the, the flannel shirt section okay and i bought a yellow flannel shirt extra large wasn't even the right size ralph Lauren chaps <laughs> not even ralph Lauren, my darling this oh, person had Dave. a huge influence yeah, on that there. terrifying awful bad decision <laughs> so okay who is this well <laughs> This is, this is everyone now is thinking, who is this awful person? Well, I'm going to answer that with a bit of a joke. Oh, is this the fluff? This is fluff. Some of our listeners like the fluff. a poignant point to okay. it, my darling. All right. All right, here's the joke. Go and then for you it. get what, the point of what I've got to say. Why did Santa not get his toys out on time at Christmas? I don't know, Dave. Why did Santa not get his toys out on time at Christmas? Because of bad elf leadership. Oh groaning in the aisles yeah brilliant if you were <laughs> listening to this podcast in the aisles for some reason you will now be groaning in them or they're switching it off or do you mean like the aisles of the supermarket or like yeah. the Isle of Wight <laughs> all of them or all the British the, Isles all of you there is groaning across the whole British Isles <laughs> we are of course you've guessed uh, it by now what are we talking about 27 James? minutes in <laughs> we're talking about self leadership okay so great quote uh, we're big fans of a guy called Andy Stanley who does a great podcast on leadership and he says you won't be a leader worth following if you don't lead yourself well what does that mean Dave well it's basically very very simple it says you're never ever going to grow others if you're not growing yourself okay you know so the journey that we want to travel as a leader particularly as a young leader we have to look at our we can look at our projects we can look at our teams we can have a great strategic plan we can have all the right people on board we can have amazing branding for our project or our business but at the end of the day if we cannot lead ourselves we will never ever succeed over the long term wow that's a big deal it is a massive deal because the responsibility lies with us it starts and then yeah but yet so we we spend so little time actually talking and thinking about this topic of self-leadership yeah normally why because we're so busy on the task we're so busy doing the stuff that's true rather than growing and developing ourselves so how would you define it 
uh, how would you sort of fully describe it to okay, somebody? Okay, so self-leadership basically is where somebody learns to know themselves better and through this self-understanding is able to steer their life better towards their goals for influence and impact. Oh, I like that. And of course, if you're able to steer your life better, you're then in a place where you can steer anything else Brilliant. in the right direction. Love too. that. So yes. it's like you've got to get yourself moving before you can move anything else. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, okay, so you've described it. We know that this is something important. Um, how do we approach this? How do we help our listeners, people we're discipling and leading, start a journey with this or even get better at, better at this? Okay, my sweet princess of a wife. There are two <laughs> things that we're going to talk about you today. You're so lovely. Thank you, my darling. The two <laughs> things that we're going to talk about today, uh, two really, really simple points which we'll dwell on. Beyond the nausea that people are now feeling. In the aisles. <laughs> in the aisles. First they groaned in the aisles, then they were sick in the aisles. Sorry about that, guys. Carry um, on, Dave. Anyway, my darling, there's two <laughs> things that we're going to look at. Lead yourself, babe. Lead yourself to a place of focus and concentration. Okay, lead myself. That says you're God. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're just going to talk about two simple facts. Number one, if you want to lead yourself, you've got to know who you are. Okay. And number two, if you want to lead yourself, you've got to grow who you are. So know who you are, grow who you are. That All right. That is it. Let's jump straight in then with know who you are. Well, what, how do okay. we do that? So this is the primary factor in all change. So, so in order to know who you are, you've got to ha have an accurate self-assessment of yourself. Okay. You've got to do the Matrix thing. Yes. Do you remember in the Matrix when Neo walks in to speak to the Oracle? Ooh. And she says to him, like, what's above the door? And it says, no, say, take Ipsum, which is <laughs> Greek and or French. <laughs> and, or. and or French for know thyself. Okay. We've got to know thyself. So, yes. we, so to grow thyself, we've got to know, know thyself. thyself. Okay. We've got to be able to have an accurate self-assessment. true assessment. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I look, again, Andy Stanley, another great quote of his. He says... You can't lead yourself well as long as you're lying to yourself. You yeah. can't lead a liar, and he says, "Fire the liar." That's right. You got. You know, if you had someone in your organisation who was actually lying to you all the time, yeah. you would fire them. Yet we do that to ourselves yeah. all the time. Look in the mirror and lie. We have a false picture of ourselves on so many occasions. So right. the starting point of self leadership is to be able to identify your identity. Very good. And really, really simply, that just means. What is it that you as a person really bring to the table? Yeah. So it's knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are. That's that, this is the, you know, it's dead simple stuff. What do you bring to the table when it comes to life, when it comes to leadership, when yeah. it comes to teams, when it comes to projects, when it comes to missions, when it comes to vision, what is it that you are bringing to the table? You know, and again, like good self-leadership, you understand the good, the bad and the ugly right, of that. Of and you're able to work on the bad you know cover over the ugly way you need to and emphasize <laughs> the good yes and it's really interesting like i talk to a lot of people um in life and they can't answer this simple question leah and that question is what are you good at wow yeah you know what i find that too i when i speak to um home educators often trying to help them get in you know grow and strengthen in what they're doing that's one of the first questions i ask is so tell me what you're doing well right now and it throws them because uh, yeah. they're expecting me to ask them, you know, tell me what you're struggling with, how can I help you? But the first thing I want to know is tell me what you're doing well. Uh, you're right, it's, it's, it's one that we find hard to answer. Yeah, you've got to be able to articulate confidently 
like what your skills are and what your talents are yes. you know like in line with your personality and often you find that people can talk about their personality so they'll tell you if they're an outgoing person right or kind of somebody who's shy or whatever whatever but they're, they're unable to articulate what their skills and talents are and this is a massive part of self-leadership and also you know the, this whole thing of know thyself it's also talking about like what is your vision right you know, like have yeah. you ever actually sat down and reflected on what is the vision for my life yeah not the vision from a project. No. For not the vision. Life. I want to say, what is the vision for yes. my life? What direction do I want to be headed in the future? Yeah. What am I committed to, and what am I passionate about? Very good. You know, to be able to answer those questions, what am I passionate about, is mm. a key part of mm. self leadership. Uh, and you know, and also things like not just the the passion, the passion, but also what really frustrates you. What yeah. winds you and, up? And, you know, especially when people are really justice oriented, it's really important for them to feel. You know, what is it you're feeling strong about? What do you What do you get frustrated about? Because God wants to do something with that. Um, you know, and it, it just say it helps, doesn't it? Yeah, you and know. you often find that if you're mentoring somebody, like part of mentoring is just good listening, and all you do right. is reflect back onto the person. Yes. What they've said to you and what they're experiencing and feeling. Yeah. And often it links back into who they are as a person. Right. So you good mentioning you effectively name the person. Yeah. And say who they are. Right. You know, and often that's a massive revelation to people because why? Because they don't talk to themselves mm. in the right way enough. Right. And they don't reflect on who they are. Yeah. So, Leah, you know, obviously we've talked about a few ways you can know your strengths and weaknesses. Tell us a little bit more about one area that you really, really, you're really into this, aren't you? Like discovering yeah. yourself through personality, personality profiling. Tests, profiling. And I think that we we both have found over the years that you know even in relationship stuff when you're doing uh love languages and uh we have this inherent kind of uh joy in discovering oh somebody understands me somebody yeah. knows how i tick or there are other people out there who are like me um three particular ones that we found helpful and growingly finding helpful one is the myers-briggs test which uh you can find under 16personalities.com um and that one is pretty well known dave and i have got lots of similarities but you are mostly extroverted i am mostly introverted yeah so it gives um, you a uh myers briggs gives you a type indicator so yes. it's like a personality inventory yes and it essentially makes like these psychological types and gives you a uh, theory around like your personality and, and the way you see the world right so yeah. like i am an enfp and i am infp yeah. dash j i've got a little bit of j in me as well so we're quite similar apart from the the introvert extrovert yeah extreme. so e and i stands for extrovert and introvert so basically do you prefer to focus on the outer world or your own inner world yeah then the i so you are are we both n's is that right n yeah so the information is basically do you prefer to focus on basic information so like what are the facts or do you want to interpret it and add meaning yes. whereas both of us are people who want to interpret and add meaning, add meaning. so you're either a sensing person which is the s that's right or, or you're an intuition which is the n, n. and f then it's feeling uh, yes so uh, basically it talks about how you make decisions so do you look, look at logic and consistency or look at people and circumstances so if you are a T, you're a thinker. Yes. So you prefer to like logically look at things. Or if you're an F, you're a feeler. Now I am an F. And I'm an F apparently as well, which is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and I've never said this sentence before, so we're both feelers then, are we? <laughs> 
We are. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. Moving on. Consider then, that in the aisles. Okay, and then there's the, the last one is basically structure. I'm, so ha- how you deal with yes. the outside world. So do you prefer to get things decided or prefer to stay open to new information and options? So this is all about like how the order that you place yeah. in the world. So you're either a J or a P. So, so perceiving or, or judging. Perceiving. And I've actually got both. Yeah. I always come out with both. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting and we found that really helpful definitely recommend you go on over to 16personalities.com go and have a look at that Um, the other one which uh, we found helpful is one called Strength Finder Um, Dave tell us a little bit about what that's like so I'm a big fan of Strength Finder because it sort of um, doesn't deal with the the things in the way Myers-Briggs do but it really looks at what your strengths are (laughs) yeah finding your strengths hence the name Strength Finder uh, and it goes through 34 different strengths. So just for out of interest, just yes. so that you know, um, my top five strengths, which uh, come from Strength Finder, are I'm an activator. That is, I like to get things done. I'm a communicator. So I'm really strong on words and communication. Uh, I'm ideation. So I'm an ideator. So I'm fantastic at creativity and ideas. I'm strategic, which means I'm able to like see how things fit together and, and plan for a preferred future and I also exude positivity which wow. basically means that the glass is always, always half, full, half full even if there's no glass <laughs> and even if the water's <laughs> pouring on top of you Dave Bowden is yes. Captain Positivity yeah so you put those strengths together basically I'm an activated communicator I'm strategic I'm an ideator and I'm positivity which kind of is you it know, sounds like you're in a job interview, Dave. Yeah, this, well, it's perfect for job <laughs> interviews because you, it is good. So actually. I'm able to articulate to you without feeling embarrassed and without, yeah. you know, like feeling arrogant. Right. This is who I am. Yes. And there's 34 of them you can get from strength. I, I don't have mine in front of me tonight, but they're all different from yours. Very uh, different. One of mine is belief. One of mine is futuristic. One of mine is learner. Can't quite remember yeah. the others. And the but thing I is, know this is different. not a marriage counseling session, it's is not, it? So no. we don't want to really talk too deep about how different we are and how those kind of things work no, together. No, but we work well together, though. That's yeah, but the, the, the essence yeah. of, you know, kind of, we're, we're very different. We do have some overlap, but actually we, you find a way. Yeah, but the point is, with Strength Finders, is it actually gives you great language yes, to does. be able to describe yourself. Very and then good. obviously when you're building teams as well, if you do this as part of a team, I've done it in the teams that I've been part yeah, of, yeah. it really helps you know... Oh, we really need somebody who's strategic in here or we need somebody who is you know a great developer or somebody who's an includer or like my boss uh, Gary Spicer like his top ones are relator so he's incredible with people and he's also really good at something called woo that is to be able to win people over so and it exudes from everything that he does so So he's a relator and he's a a wooer yes (laughs) Um, you know and I think understanding each other and understanding yourself is a massive part of uh, you know this strength finding and self leadership. Yeah. So another one that we Last are one really loving at the moment, me particularly, is the Enneagram. And um, if you listen to any podcasts or you're reading stuff at the moment, currently there's everyone's talking about the Enneagram. And but actually, it's it's an ancient personality type. It's not even a modern thing. It just seems to have come back to the surface. So it's an ancient personality type. Uh, which has this incredible accuracy in in describing how human beings are wired, uh, but it gives the positive and negative 
kind of approach on that. And, and what it really does is it challenges us to explore who we are um, and doesn't just stop and give you kind of a number or a, or a letter. It just says, begin the journey and it helps you to recognize and overcome self-defeating patterns of behavior and really to become our best authentic, our most authentic selves. So it, it talks about the motives behind why you do what you do. And it talks about, um, it, it helps you see how you are in health and how you are, uh, you know, when you're not healthy. Right, which uh, is a massive part of self-leadership. Which is really, really helpful. To understand, like, we talked earlier about like, knowing what your vision is, but like what's really driving you. Yes. And my understanding is the Enneagram is quite helpful at like showing you what your motivations are. So good and at And you're at your best self, but also your worst self. So yeah. like I know, like, part of my personality, you know, is that like, for example, being an activator, I want to get things done. Yes. But I can do that in a healthy way or unhealthy That's so right. you know at my best i'm somebody who like collaborates and says come on guys yeah. let's go make make things happen at my worst i might be actually doing things out of insecurity yeah or drive you know driving myself to make something happen because i've caught up on the task because i i want to yeah. please people or i've I've lost the wood for the trees. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. And whereas for me, I'm an Enneagram 5 and we live in our heads quite a lot. So I could uh, very easily kind of uh, become like a bit of a hedgehog and just kind of go all inward. This is when I'm not being healthy. Yep. Everything is in my head. I don't express that properly. I'm not, uh, you know, I just keep it all to myself. Whereas a healthy me is an observer and a researcher and wants to offer that to the world. Uh, and I'm, you know, and there's so much in the Enneagram. We, we really are absolutely not experts, but go across to a couple of places. There's a podcast called Typography, yeah. and there is a top uh, a podcast called The Road Back to You. Uh, I've just I've got on my Kindle actually to read this summer uh, a book called The Sacred Enneagram, which yeah. I want to read. So we're just beginning our journey with all this, but go over and with Strengths Finder, hop on over to Amazon, buy a book called Strength Finder. Uh, it's about a fiver last time I looked I think there's a code on the back you put that into a website and uh, Bob's your uncle as Bob they say. is your uncle and Bob <laughs> can now go and find out who he really is oh yeah is he more than an uncle <laughs> <laughs> so, so this, those are just three great personality profiles we've done others haven't we but they've stood yeah, out I to think us. those are the three that we if we're talking to people and this is all part of self-leadership and knowing who you yes. are yes so you've got to got to get a hold of what you bring to the table. Yeah. So there's one of a, a couple of ways that we can do this we've not talked about yet because yeah because obviously we can go on personality tests and that's mm. great but you know at the core of being able to identify our identity you know for those of us that are believers as Christians we've got to understand what God says about us Absolutely. as well. Yes. And you mentioned a really interesting scripture earlier about uh, self-leadership, um, which was Psalm 139, uh, verse 23, yeah. which is, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Yeah, so that. as well as kind of like going out there and trying to find out all this information about yourself. Let's go to God. Go to God. Yeah. So how do I do that? You made me. Show me what's going on. If, if, are there things you need to reveal in me right now? Are there things that I'm not seeing because I'm blinded? Highlight, God, things in you know things in me that I need to be working on. And, and that's what the psalmist did. He, he went to God. So he's basically saying, like, show me the, the good in me, but yes. also show me areas I need to change. Right. And I was talking to somebody recently, a friend of mine, he was saying that recently he'd 
kind of like done one of these like lists of like areas that he knew that he wasn't doing well in and as soon yeah. as he started the page started filling up and I'm started sure. filling up yeah. and I, I said to him I said I, I've been there yes. I've done that I've done that moment where you kind of start to express all this stuff yeah. and I think you know the beautiful thing about the gospel and about the message of Jesus Christ is that when we br- come to him with all of our stuff he takes that stuff. Yes, he does. And there's no condemnation, there's no shame. That's right. And he, he makes beauty from ashes, doesn't mm. he? He make he turns beauty, you know, like he brings beauty out of brokenness. Yes, he does. That's but at the right. same time, like when you go to God regularly, not just as like once every five years, <laughs> what he does is it creates in you a sense of what I think the Bible calls this like sober assessment. Right. Yeah. So you've got a sober assessment of who you are and what you're about. Yes. Um you mentioned there about like kind of being blind to things and yeah. blind spots. So are there any other ways that we can kind of identify those blind spots as part of knowing ourselves? I think having people in your life who will speak truth, who, you know, a mentor, a pastor, somebody who's discipling you, but talk to people who you trust. And I think sometimes it's saying, if you are feeling overwhelmed by a life situation, we do often become blinkered to actually what's going on. I think saying to somebody, can you just help me? Are you seeing stuff in me that I'm not seeing? But also, Dave, if you have a regular um, discipleship relationship, if you've got a regular input into your life, those conversations should be happening quite regularly uh, where you have a rhythm of asking those questions is anything you need to point out in me at the moment or is you know that's a big if though isn't it It because a lot of people don't have that in place because they don't have that trust that level of trust so that's important isn't it but that is something healthy to be working towards as a leader yeah so um really kind of like having this sense of talking to people you trust and i I love in business i've done this before i've been involved in a 360 degree review yeah explain that to us so basically like a 360 review is where you kind of say like you're like a middle leader so you you talk to some people that you're working with your peers you talk to your boss and you talk to people that are underneath you in an organization they all get to comment and speak into like what your blind spots are like the good the bad and the ugly of who you are yeah it's a challenging process but it's quite useful if you can do it now you don't have to be in an organization to do this um you can actually think through this very simple question and it's this it's it's how would the three most significant people in your life describe who you are today so how would the three most significant people in your life describe what you're really like and who you are today yeah okay so i think that's something which you can do to consider so who are those three most significant people is it a boss is it a spouse is it family member and what would like they say about you and try to put yourself in their shoes so what would they really say about who i am and where i'm at Um, and i think if you kind of get some of these things right they're great steps towards knowing thyself and knowing who you are very good well leah there's one more aspect that we talked about wasn't there as self-leadership as well as knowing who you are and that was growing, growing who, who you are. are yeah so let's just talk for a couple of minutes about this aspect before yes. we finish up today let's do it so how how do we do that we, we know now okay this is who i am i understand myself a little bit more i know what personality type i am i know what enneagram i am um you know i have people speaking into my life and helping with this but I could just sit with all this information and I could feel great about it, or not great, <laughs> as the case yeah. may be. But the whole purpose of self-leadership and then leading others is to grow, 
is to move forward is to um yeah to be able to advance it w with this information so um i think the, so we have to ask how how does that happen and growth comes from um inputs and watering and putting good stuff into good soil um and I think some of that is part of that is taking time to intentionally invest in yourself just as much as you invest in others. Yeah, and I mean, that, that's that you know, thing, like we, growing the project, growing the stuff. Yeah. We're all so busy out there, but we don't actually take the time to invest in ourselves. And you, it, we know, we absolutely know how hard that is. Uh, when you are, you know, when you're a, especially when you're a natural leader, you might not only be in ministry, but you're leading family leading projects you've got these entrepreneurial ideas that you're doing and we're always doing something aren't we yeah and we know the challenge of understanding how we rest understanding how um what that looks like for us yeah, to a fully rhythm of rest. a rhythm of rest but to fully re-energize um and to be true to ourselves with that because yeah. you can just keep on going and yeah then, yeah and then that's you, right and that's when you get burnout isn't right it? you know and the whole kind of knowing who you are and growing who you are like to be able to know the burnout signals is key yes. isn't it yeah so so growing who you are then you're saying is about intentionally investing in yourself how do i do that how do i start to invest in myself i think that there's a lot of talk isn't there around things like self-care and and i almost laugh at the fret that that term sometimes because some of that is just normal life stuff you know getting to bed early or drinking lots of water you know that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff but i think if we are growing ourselves as leaders there's a there's a brilliant saying isn't there leaders are readers yeah. and i think investing in yourself is um reading great books or you know or audio books listening to podcasts getting some teaching in you yeah. that is not for your congregation or for the people you're leading but it's for you for yeah. your soul and your own life can you recommend any oh books of to course us? so i'll give you uh, well, first of all, like one of the, the websites that I'm loving at the moment is I think it's inc.com, inc.com. Okay. And it's got some fantastic articles on there about leadership and about, you know, all aspects of business. We should link them on the Facebook page. We'll, we'll, uh, Let's we'll, do that. we'll link you on there. It's really, really good. Um, the podcast we mentioned earlier, Andy Stanley, Andy Stanley podcast is, I'm really enjoying that at the moment. Um, and of course, if you're going to read one book on leadership, You've got to read John C. Maxwell, yeah, Maxwell. Developing the Leader Within You. Yes. And then his follow-up book, De Developing the Leaders Around You. Yeah, you know, like good. anything by Maxwell is going to be really, really good, you know, in terms of leaders and readers and Im impacting, uh, you know, you as a person and growing you as a person. It really yeah. helps you to reflect. And taking the time to do that, um, one more book recommendation, which we'll probably talk about in another podcast, would be... Uh, leading with a limp oh yeah so leading with a limp by you kind of love to hate that Dan one Dan Alanda <laughs> I hate that book my good friend who used to be my good friend before he gave me the book Matt Summerfield uh, my goodness it's basically all about leading from a place of weakness right and I won't talk too much about it now but you know on the line of self-leadership and leaders and readers you've got to have those go-to books that you go to you've got to have yeah. those go-to podcasts yeah. yeah yeah and I think this is all a part uh, you talked about self-care 
It's yeah. about rest. Yeah. It's about get, putting the right things in you, isn't it? And some it? of that, I mean, we've, been, we've kind of come up with this term, but some of that is just doing your life well, you know, getting to bed. Well, early, self-discipline. Self-discipline. Which Absolutely. is a massive part of self-leadership. It's yeah. all in the word, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so like, I love what my uh, friend says. He says, sometimes you've got to have an appointment with yourself. I like that. So yeah. like in your diary, it gets yeah. as practical as, where does your diary show yes. you how you're investing in yourself? Yeah, well, just like we put in our diary date night. Yeah. So that nobody else and nothing else gets in there. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, you have to put in there sometimes, whether it's morning, after lunch, evening, whatever, that actually I'm blocking out this bit of time to 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 rest, to read, to re-energise, however your personality type. I mean, I need a lot more than that than, than you do, that yeah. whole re-energising. Well, we, 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 we re-energise differently. Very that's differently. That's part of knowing ourselves. Yes. So for and being you, okay with For that. you, it's like going off to, to quiet. Walk, quiet walk with the monks. <laughs> for me, it's going with the monkeys. Do you know what I mean? It's like, want <laughs> to be energised by the monkeys. You want to be dancing with the monks. So <laughs> dancing with the monks. Quiet, room, room solitude, rest, yes, and, and I think, so growing in your house, all part of that healthy lifestyle, yeah. healthy boundaries, yes. it's kind of saying no as much as yeah. you say yes, Yes. probably a whole podcast in that yeah, as yeah. well, and lastly, but not leastly, it is having that, we talked about earlier, like getting a mentor, having somebody that you input into, I didn't go as far as saying that like, you've got no right to be inputting into other people's lives unless you've got somebody inputting into you. Absolutely. And that even even if it's not massively intentional right now, but you know there's somebody who is encouraging you, who is bringing direction, because um, again, no condemnation around those if people are going, but there isn't anyone. And I can imagine people saying that. I don't know who to ask. Um, and maybe Dave, you could help us. How, you know, what would you look for in a mentor as a young leader if they were looking for a mentor? Um, can we throw that one in? Yeah, I think what would um, you look for? one of the things that somebody was really helpful with me is like, like people often think you just have to have one spiritual mentor, yes. one person. But yeah. I think that you go for people that are succeeding and further on down the journey in, in at least one area of life that you want to grow and develop in. Right. So like for me, like I'm mentored by, I mentioned earlier, uh, my friend Matt Summerfield. And he's great in mentoring me in leadership, yeah, and yeah. in life because I, I really respect him, yeah, as a leader. Um, I have other people that speak into my life about different areas, yeah, of uh, life, whether it be uh, devotional or family or different kind of aspects of life that I would go to different people, and I think that's a great way. Of I do, about and that. I think for me, it's like okay, I have people that I would go to and talk to about motherhood, exactly, and parenting, and marriage. I have people who I want to input into me about writing and pursuing some of those dreams, and then there are others, you know, from a pastoring point of view. That's right, um, yeah. And I think that's really healthy, isn't it? And it's like anything with a friend, with friendship, and with mentoring, you cannot put all that pressure on one person. You've got to find somebody who's further down the journey of where you want to be and pursue them and ask them how they get there. Very, Very simple, good. really, isn't it? Very good. And then build a trust relationship so that they're able to speak into your life. And accountability, really, is not just accountability for the bad stuff that you've done. Accountability, first and foremost, is about being accountable for the dream and the destiny over your life yeah. and having somebody who's willing to cheer and champion you on. Really good. And I tell you what, if you get that right, then you will grow as a leader and then you will know who you are and you'll grow who you are and you'll be fantastic 
and much better further down the line at leading yourself than you ever have been before. I love it. So, babe, we've talked about. Can I call you babe on this podcast? Uh, I guess so. All right, sweet, sweet cheeks. <laughs> we've talked about self leadership. We said the hardest person to lead is yourself. Yeah. But the two things that we do in start to lead ourselves better than we ever have done before is to know who you are and grow who you are. I feel like we could do a whole other session on this. And we probably will, right? We'll probably go back We'll come back to it. this again. We'll talk to some yeah. of our guests about it as they come. You know, we want to thank you guys for continuing to listen to us and staying with us on this journey. Where can they find out more about we, us? We, you can go on to find us on the Lead Time Podcast Facebook page, yep. which is Lead Time Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, which is Lead, Lead Time, Time Podcast. Podcast. And you can find Instagram. us on Instagram, which is... Lead Time Podcast. Brilliant. So find us on SoundCloud or find us on iTunes. We'd love for you to keep with us. And also, don't forget to send us a note, uh, comment to us, uh, leave us a review, yes, five-star review, five no three-star reviews. All fives. Uh, I apologise to that local kebab shop that I gave that two-star review once. <laughs> Please do not do that to me. Give us five-star reviews. Uh, but above all else, forget all the stuff that we've just said for you to do for us. Think about yourself now and I want you to think about what area of my life do I need to know myself more in today and what one thing am I going to do to grow myself tomorrow. And if you do those things, guys, you'll be well on the way to self-leadership and if you can lead yourself, you can lead anything. Love it. We love you. We'll see you soon. Oh, that was quite intimate, wasn't it? That whole way you said we love you. (laughs) For those of you that we don't know, we appreciate you as people. We'll see you next time on Lead Time Podcast.